Say, how's the fam? How's the fam? Hey, y'all, it's Keisha. And this is Tyler. And this is How's, how's the, the fam? fam? So, How's the Fam is a podcast about family, friends, and growth. We're here every single Wednesday, though. Uh, who are we? We are a married couple of six whole years, count them, six consecutive years. We've been together for 14 years because all good decisions take time. What else? We got three kids. We got three kids. And uh, yeah, man, we happy to be here. We happy to be here on this awesome Wednesday. Today's to- well, and also we thank y'all for coming through. Today's topic is going to be adjusting to life with three kids because I ain't going to lie to you. It's a little different than I thought it was going to be. So if that sounds good to you, Stay tuned, because we got some hope coming for you. And if it don't sound too good to you, y'all, uh, just share it with somebody who you think will enjoy this content. And without further ado, Kiki, mm-hmm. life with three kids. First, you pushed them all out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dang on Amazon. <laughs> and then, uh, actually, pushing them out is the easy part when it comes to Raise taking them. care of them. Okay. <laughs> Taking care of them is the actual hard part. So we've had two kids. Let me tell y'all, just in the life with one kid is pretty tough. Life with two kids is mm. almost like unbearable. Life with three kids is um, one of them things I don't think most people can deal with. And I give you credit because for the most part, Naomi doesn't like me. Okay? <laughs> my, my youngest child doesn't like me whatsoever. You do this with each child. She says I do this with each child. But the truth is the truth. Because each child doesn't come out like... Actually, my firstborn loved me from the gate. She did. She loved me wholeheartedly, and she ruined it for the other two. Mm-hmm. Now, my middle... I don't like calling her my secondborn. I don't like calling her my middle child, because it just don't seem right. Even though it is well, technically she is. what she is, I don't like calling her my middle child. But uh, y'all going to hear Naomi in the background, all right? This is part of having three kids. It's like part of the adjustment. She's part of the package. She's the third co-host, but um, well, she's the only co-host because <laughs> yeah. we both host. But uh, yeah, man, like my second born did not like me. It took her about four to six months before she really. <laughs> I mean, it's no exaggeration. Like it's between there. I don't exactly remember when, but I do remember one day I was able to just hold her and take care of her by myself and not having to worry about it. Because what happens is when you're a father. Like the women, the women folk, aka the mothers, would put the kids down with their milk, and like the the thing about that you don't know, like from the outside looking in, you like yo, you know, she's just giving them milk or she's just breastfeeding, whatever, right? When they breastfeed, like there are these chemicals that are unleashed or whatever. So the woman gets chemicals, the baby gets chemicals, and these chemicals are like. Like, they have different responses. Part of it is, like, you get, like, this, what do you call it? It's, like, when you amnesia. So, you, like, get amnesia uh, from, like, childbirth, brain. right? And so, that, that what it's for is for women to give birth more often. So, it's like, hey, man, although that was excruciating pain, the more you, like, nurse and stuff, the less you're able to remember the details of your, like, childbirth or whatever, right? But uh, another side effect is one of those hormones... Or chemicals like put you to sleep, and so for what guys will do is like this is like a pro tip. This is like a parenting pro tip all day, every day. Hey man, all right, you feel me? Like the women to feed them, and then you can't you get the baby and you burp them, 
And then the, it makes it feel like, you know, the baby really likes you because they'd be asleep. And then they'd be like, it's not a purr or whatever. It's like a snore. It's more of a snore. It's not really a purr. <laughs> but they'll be like snoring in your arms and it make you feel like a real father. You feel me? But, uh, yeah, that's the only time I was able to hold Melanie for at least five. It felt like, I don't exactly remember. I don't want to lie, but it was between four and six months. 100%. And that was the only time I was able to hold her without her complaining. And Naomi looked like she, my last, my latest child, my newest my newest child. She's acting that exact same way. And I was like, I think she's going for the record. Because she does not like me whatsoever. And so for the most part, what happens is, like, especially from Keisha's standpoint, is it makes it feel like the parenting task isn't divided up fairly between the two of us. Because she's like, why well, I always got to have a baby? It's like, because the baby don't like me, right? (laughs) But then she'd be like, well, the baby ain't never going to like you if you don't put forth the first effort. It's like, no, that's not how it works. I put forth the effort, and she gives me the middle finger, like, get away from me. You feel me? So I was just like, no, I'm not doing this. I got two other kids who love me to death, and that's kind of what I've been leaning on. (laughs) Um. Because, like, Keisha can never feel like it's weird having three kids as opposed to having two is, like, if I deal with the other two, and she's dealing with the new, like the the newborn, then it's almost like the work is divided up evenly, even though it's not divided up evenly. Because the newborn is a lot more difficult to manage than the two existing children, right? Yeah. And so that's like one of those things I kind of. My personal leech. What you mean? What does that mean? Oh, because he's on your booby. <laughs> Be on them titties. I wonder if I got a. Uh, I think it works. Right. Okay, what? What'd you give me the look for? The T word. What's wrong with the T word? That's a bad word. No, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's not my vocabulary. You got to suck it up like Naomi sucking from that. Stop. <laughs> but uh, I don't think it's a bad word. But uh, it just—it is what it is. Lucky for you, I love the baby face. So it. It kind of doesn't phase me, but it does be sometimes I'm like, I had her all day. Can you please just get her? And then she just cuss up with you. And I'm. <sighs> I said she don't like me. And it's okay because eventually she will love me. I mean, it's understandable because I'm what? with her all day. That's not and why she, she don't eats like from me. my boob. That's not why she don't like me. She, even when I was home 24-7, she still didn't. Like me like she likes you. It's a different connection. Yeah. But you always like... felt slighted by that different connection. And I've never felt no type of way about it. I'd be like, oh, she don't like me, but she will. You've always been like, Not baby, always. you need to put forward a, a better. No, you used to low-key It was Melanie. Super mad at me. Uh, I'm just like, Melanie, yes, I, can't, I, did. I can't put forth a better effort than what I'm putting forward. But I'm saying, with Melanie, yes, I did do that. Liana, I didn't think about it at the time, did, like... Like you, yeah, and Melanie so I was me. just like, "What's wrong? Like, why, why is it not happening with Melanie? Like, I, I was confused." Yeah, but each child is different, it's and that's different. what that's the part where you, I guess, weren't getting it. And that's a nice part about having more than one child because you recognize, like, hey, each child's gonna be different. Definitely. Each child has their own quirks, this, that, and the other. And just because you did something with the first, Ooh. doesn't mean it's not gonna be the same with the next, right? And, like, just having those lessons from the first and the second and the third, like, coming to the third, it's almost like, I don't know, you wrote the book almost. It's like, yo, man, here's what's going to happen. And, you know, that's what some people ask me. they like, 
oh my gosh, three, like, how does it feel? Does Do you feel it? And the first time I, I answered that question, I was like, not really. I mean, obviously, yes. Like, as a family and how we operate now, I can definitely tell we have three kids. Oh, yeah, for sure. But as far as, like, parenting-wise and stuff like that, Melanie was such an adjustment and a curveball to parenting. Melanie was a really, like, if we had had Melanie first, we wouldn't have this many kids. Yeah. I I will I will sing that. I, if we had had Melanie first, it would have been two and out. <laughs> like legit. Like Liana was such a good child. Naomi's a really good child too. Melanie was hard. Like she was very very trying, very difficult. Like but it, it was, took a lot of patience. But it was work. a reason behind that though. What's and the we reason? didn't find out until like two months or three oh, talking months. Oh, talking about eczema. Her eczema. Oh. She had super severe eczema. Or even to this day, yeah. And she. She was in the summer months, which, you know, you just sweat and stuff like that. And that's when I knew it was bad because I was just like, taller. I took her out the tub and her skin was just red. And she was just crying in pain. I was like, what is this? And so it wasn't until we took her to the doctor and then we took her to see a dermatologist. It was like, yeah, she has street asthma. And they suggested doing like an allergen test on her. But we was like, we want her to get poked up. At such a young age, you yeah, know, so I agree with that. That's something we'll probably do later, but um, yeah, we started having her the cream and stuff like that to put on her. And when I tell you, it was like night and day on um, like kind of how she just kind of function, yeah, it made sense of why she didn't want to be held like never, like, and I never understood where the cat napping come from. I really think that was her thing. But that girl is a sleeper now. Like, oh, yeah, she be out. She, she like, does not miss her. She, she her now, remind me of my cousin when she do that. Like my cousin used to get in that bed. He'd be like, hey, man, you forgot to give me some blankets. Hey, you can knock on that door. You can kick that door down. Like, he is out. Gone. Yeah. It was hard waking her up. Yeah. Um, yesterday. Did you? <laughs> yeah, funny. I was like, come on, Mel. That girl. To the covers off her and everything, mm. and she was like, "Nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> Which doesn't happen often that I wake up before them, but that day we did. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. I'm about to say, it feel, sometimes I just feel like you wrote the book in terms of just just childbearing and child raising and stuff. Like when the newborn rash happened to Liana, I thought something. Horrible was happening. <laughs> when it happened to Naomi, it was just like, all right, so we go, let's go and clock it. Let's see if she could beat the record. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, the other lesson of just all your kids are different. So that's yeah. that's also a thing. But one thing I wasn't expecting is uh, when Melanie came around and Liana was the oldest out of, out of nowhere. I think I, I didn't get to gauge how Liana dealt with it. And so it was like, you know, that was a life change for her that I didn't get to really analyze. And so now seeing Naomi come and watch Melanie feel like, like now she's an older sister. Mm-hmm. And Liana's like the supreme leader. <laughs> <laughs> and watching the power dynamic like on full display between them is completely, it's almost like some scientist type stuff. Like I feel like I should be documenting it. Because like Liana's bought now. Liana's executiveness. <laughs> I don't like calling her B O S S Y. That spells bossy. 
I don't like calling mm-hmm. her that because I feel like it's like a negative connotation today. Really, it's like she really is more. She's in the leadership role, so mm-hmm. she's executive. Like oh, yeah. she's like, yo, you need to do this. You need to do this. Don't she's do asking for this. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Like it's not just her own sibling that she does that to. Like she does it to every child, right? Mm-hmm. But it's because she assumes that role in our household, so she feels like she assumes that role in life. Which I did not recognize when we initially had uh, Melanie, who's our second born. I don't think she did that at first. I think she was just like how Melanie is to Naomi. Where it's like, I love you, but okay. Yeah. Who are you? (laughs) Why are you here? Are you here forever? Okay. I'll deal with you. Yeah. And then I think as Liana got older... I think when Melanie finally started like walking and talking and stuff, that's when she got more verbal and in that leadership role with her. Yeah. And then now with Naomi, it's like Melanie could care less. Melanie does not care. Let me tell you how disrespectful she is. I'd be like, "Hey, Melanie," she's like, "Baby," I'm like, "Yeah, Naomi." Baby, they <laughs> me, your sister. Baby, I'm like, okay, girl. That's better than when uh, Liana be mad. She be like, how's he doing? It's like, it's she. Yeah, he's okay, right? It's like, it's she. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's like, you don't misgender our child. <laughs> I, um, I'm kind of... <laughs> That be making you mad. So you need to annoying. stop letting her see you sweat from her doing it. That makes her want to do it more. I, I guess that. Cause yeah. I was like, you ain't trying to get it. Anything else, she like grasps like ASAP. Yeah. For some reason, this ain't happening. So I'm just like, you doing this on purpose? Oh yeah, she's definitely doing that on purpose. Exactly. And like, you see, you like your whole demeanor changes when she does it. And I just sit there like Keisha, just let it go. But you cannot let it go. You like, no, it's she. And she's like, she. he. <laughs> And I'm just like, don't let that girl get under your your skin. No, I just let her down. Like, okay. Yeah. She even look at me like. Yeah, I, I did it. She gonna say it? No, I'm not. You not winning this battle. Mm. It's not about the battle. It's about the war. No. Mm. You eventually you will win the war. So don't worry about the battles. <laughs> at least that's how I look at it. But sometimes that gets me in a lot of trouble. So. That's not very, very good advice. I wouldn't say that's a pro tip. Mm. Yeah, it gets me in a lot of trouble. Because <laughs> sometimes some battles are important. Like, we was out. Picture this. We was out sitting outside in the restaurant. My daughter goes. Like, she had, like she knows she's about to go out of sight. Right? And they had been kind of walking around. Because we was outside. There weren't that many people out there. But it was people out there. And so, she she's about to go around the corner. I was like, hey, don't go over there. And she looks at me. Like, that's the look of your child trying you. And so I was like, I look at her. I was like, no, come back here. And she took a acting like she inching over. I'm like, yo, she was really testing my authority. So I was like, get over here. And I start to count. Three. And she looks at me. Two. And then she kind of like makes a face. And then I get to one. And everybody's like, ooh. And I was like, well, now I got to whoop you. You know? And so I walk over there and she runs to me and I'm just sitting there like, see now, now, what do you do? Because now technically she's complied, but she didn't comply in the time that you wanted her to. She tested my authority in front of Liana. She tested my authority in front of other people. It's like, what do you do? Do you let her walk or do you get a tap tap? 
And so I asked her to let her walk. And that's the problem. It's like sometimes I look at it like, yo, I, I will win the war. But I'm not too worried about every, each and every battle. But, you know, sometimes those battles are important. Because now she knows if she does something like that in, like in public or something like that, she might be able to get away with it. And she might test me at the wrong time. Like there might be a car coming or something. I'm like, Melanie, get over here. And she might try to test me at that time. And that's not the time to test daddy, right? And so sometimes those battles... That's why I would say it's not a pro tip, but that's kind of a philosophy I've used over time. But in terms of like raising three kids and as a whole, that's one of the things you do have to kind of be on the lookout for. Because how you treat one, they're looking at how you treat each each one of them. Oh, yeah. And they kind of want, like, I know a lot of people, like, you'll see the black community, which is my community, rise up. But um, you'll see us talk about uh, equality, right? Equity, equality. But the thing is, like, there is a level above equality. Like, equality is, like, a bare minimum, right? What what children want is that step above equality. I forget. It's another E word. But uh, they want to step above equality. It's like they, they don't want to be treated equal. They want to be treated like you, you, like you remember the word. No, but it's. It's like they want to be treated fa- fairly. Yeah, it's like they want to be treated fairly, not equally, yeah. right? So, so for each scenario, like what that means is for each, like in terms of equality, right? And when you think of equality in like a school standpoint or something like that, you're like equal under the law, equal under these rules, right? Meaning if I'm, if the criteria for getting a bank loan is A, B, C, and I feel A, B, C, then that result should be equal to everybody who feels A, B, C, right? Especially if those numbers are equal, right? That's equality. But, like, in terms of what the children are actually looking for, isn't that. They're looking for, like, not that they're superior, not that they're above or anything like that, but they're looking for, it's it's so hard to explain. <laughs> they're looking for if the rules are A, B, and C, like, even if I don't see the rules being A, B, and C, they need to be followed as such, right? Mm-hmm. So, from their from their standpoint, no matter what, like, it needs to be beyond equal. So, if I've given Leanna a tap-tap, which is, a tap-tap ain't even really like a whooping. Like, it's like the intimidation, all the intimidation of the whooping without the pain, which, you know, it is what it is. But uh, if I'm if I'm going into it like that or whatever... And I do that to Liana. So the next situation that she thinks Melanie has done the same thing, she's gonna be like, "Yo, you need, to, you need to do the same thing." Like she, she deserves this, you know. So it's a, it's an interesting thing. But I've realized that that's what children are kind of like, or siblings are looking for, and they can't get that because, like, just because Naomi cuts up and acts up and is crying, doesn't mean that when you're cutting up and acting up and crying, I'm gonna pick you up. And pat you and put a pacifier in your mouth and this, that, and the other. It's not going to happen. Because mm-hmm. you guys aren't A, B, and C. Even though you think you are. I thought about something. Well, not I know, I was talking day. too long. <laughs> I was trying to hold on to the thought as long as I could. No, you should have just interrupted me. You made sense, though. Um, I don't think I did. But <laughs> what were you thinking about the other day? <laughs> I feel like... I understand, you know, I was raised in the home as only child. So the whole brother, sister, or sister, brother, whatever, sibling thing. um, That is an important I don't, 
fully get it. I yeah. don't know it and stuff like that because I didn't grow up the with it. The power dynamics. So <laughs> when it came to Liana, when Melanie was born, I did feel myself get extra hard on Liana because I'm like, you're older. Well, she was testing you too. She was. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like, you're older. You need to be, you know, you know better. You yeah. I mean, what she, what she did, but... Sometimes I did feel like I was a little harsh on her because, I mean, we had our daughters 18 months apart. So, it's like... She was only 18 months. Yeah. That is true. So... And so, she, she going through a very terrible testing of her parents' phase already. Oh, yeah. Just to add a sister onto that, that was a lot. And so, I kind of grew her up way faster than I did with Melanie. Melanie, yeah. And even I caught you... Not doing that, but you kind of had the reverse effect because you was like, "Man, Liana was doing that this at this time." And then, um, I did do that. I thought Melanie, Melanie was behind. This. I did think Melanie was behind. But in reality, Liana's just very advanced. Yeah, she advanced. And I was like, if you look at other two year olds, Melanie is right yeah, on track. Yeah, she she fine. She is fine. But yes, Liana is a special to, case. Right, and <laughs> we was just. I was like, get off her, you know? She's not Liana, and that's okay, because she's not behind. She's she's fine. Yeah, I did catch my... I did that not once. I did that often, like uh-huh. very often. And so, like, my our phones didn't help, because it was like, hey, highlights. Remember, she was walking. I was just like, she was walking. But Melanie started walking super, super early. I was about to say, yeah. Liana didn't want to walk. Yeah. She yeah, walked to 13 months. Melanie was early. like, okay. <laughs> she was giddy and all down. And I feel like Naomi gonna be the same way. I would hope not. <sighs> I feel like it. Yeah, I would hope not. But I mean, it is what it is. Like the only reason here's the thing about kids walking and stuff. That mobility and it makes you realize how not baby proof your house may or may not be. <laughs> and it's just you. It's just stuff you never even imagined that a kid could get into that they will get into. Like for Liana, it was pots. Like, she would open up the cabinet, she would pull out all the pots, she would go in there, she would close the cabinet, and then she would open it back up. And she did it so consistently that we literally were just like, we're not going to win this battle, we're not going to win this war, just let her have it. And she had her own, like, cabinet in that house of just plastic pots and pans that she would just pull out. And every night we just put them back in. It was just, it wasn't worth fighting. <laughs> And for Melanie, it was uh, the, the the vehicles and that table and the chairs and stuff. We had bought for Thanksgiving, we had bought them like, <laughs> we wanted the kids to feel like they were, you know, enjoying them like at their own table. So we had a small little table and we had small little chairs. And as it, it for that Thanksgiving, it was perfect. They had their <laughs> own table, their own chairs. Was they was like passing juices. They was super cool. That was Christmas. But whatever. Say, don't. <laughs> I'm painting the story, okay? okay? I'm telling the story. Okay. So it was Thanksgiving. No, I'm messing around. Uh-uh. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but as they grew older, like as that holiday passed, as they grew older, it became a prop for her to get to places that she normally wouldn't be tall enough to get to. <laughs> so she would bring the table. <laughs> like she'd go into the pantry. She'd get her little chair. She'd put it in there, and she'd just climb up and get the Fruit Loops or something like that. <laughs> or she'd climb up and get fruit snacks. And it was just... A hint, it was like her cabinet was 
Like, Liana's cabinet was her chairs or whatever. It was so annoying. That added mobility just created Ooh. such a a hindrance. It was so annoying. That's when you feel it. I feel When they start moving mm-hmm. and are able to climb and are able to see, yeah. like, oh, I could do this and then do this. Because even with Naomi right now, she does, like, a half roll. She's three months, y'all. Doing a half roll. It's cute. Until at nighttime, when she's sleeping, she's like, oh, I'm a half roll. And get mad that she's on her side. And I'm just like, stop rolling. Like, yeah. be still. I got to work so late because of that. I mean, Ooh. she woke up every 45 minutes. It was ridiculous. I was just like, stop. Because she normally sleeps through the night now. Yeah. So, we was like, yes, awesome. And then she, started, a milestone. she started that half roll. I was like, no. no. Ain't nothing you can do but take it. You just got to take it. <laughs> He's like, No. Go to bed. Yeah, it's so frustrating. <laughs> and uh, one of the one of the things I did want to talk about was like the transportation and like leaving the house. <laughs> and so the main thing about having kids is like you can't just get in and out the way you want to anymore, mm. right? Like you realize that from your first kid to your second kid, and that's it's exponentially more difficult with your third. I remember when we were just when it's just us two, we got to places on time. Barely, but we did, yes. On time. Yes. Not early, on time. Yes. When we had Liana, probably like five minutes. Yeah. You know, Melanie, so they come in about 15 minutes, you know. We don't be on time. You're right. Naomi, oh, Lord, you might catch us an hour. (laughs) It is pretty rough, man. Because it's like a whole thing. You got to get the girls ready. We got girls, so you get Melanie and Liana. They got to get their hair done. Mm-hmm. Then Keisha has to get her hair and stuff done. Oh, Keisha. And then Melanie's on her own time. Topic. So Melanie is like, not Melanie, Naomi's on her own time. So if she, if she want to eat, she's going to eat. Yep. If she going to poop, she's going to poop. Oh. And it's like, she's just a wild card, right? <laughs> and me, I just be kind of sitting there, like, making sure <laughs> the girls don't get dirty or whatever. Or I'll pick the girls' clothes out and make sure everybody teeth. You know, it's just... I'm running. I'm running a point. You know, it's just so difficult. And then the vehicle, like you have to have a vehicle that can support three car seats. Mm-hmm. My Honda Civic does not support three car seats. I've tried. I really have. The doors don't close. It's not a thing that my car can do. And like Keisha car, she can do it. Like I think you can put in even more car seats if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. But like you really come into like those physical limitations and things of that nature. It's just so different. Like that's But also we have three under five. So that is a factor too. That's that's true. I mean as soon as they don't need car seats, we'll be fine. Oh yeah. Put them in the Honda Civic. Like, get in the car. You ain't see it. No, get cold. But, uh. Ooh. Hey, man. I'm, Driving hey, in I was car just today, in traffic. I was just like, man. I was in traffic for two and a half hours. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear it. All right? <laughs> I was drenched in sweat. <laughs> like, the story is, y'all, <laughs> my AC went out. Or my it works. Here's the thing. It works when you're, like, 65 and above. All right? But I drive a hybrid, and it... I don't know why they did this, but the clutch is connected to the AC. And the clutch, the AC received some type of damage. I don't fully understand how. And so now, 
Like the clutch, it makes a rattling sound whenever the clutch is. It's it's stupid. But I was in traffic, not moving, which means my AC was not working. Windows down, YouTube playing. I just had to sit there and take it. My shirt was drenched. It was horrible. There was nowhere to go, and like I, I knew, I knew it from a long distance away. But Google was like, because Apple Maps is garbage. We all know this. But like Google Maps was like, yo, like in your current route, you're on the fastest route, but there's an hour and 17 minute delay. <laughs> I was like, that's unacceptable, Google. Find a faster route. And I was like, all right, here's your other route. It should be 17 minutes shorter, which is still an hour. I would have stayed on the, the yeah, I was just like, man. Well, I was trying to get home because you needed me home by a certain time. I left work an hour and 30 minutes ahead of time. And it was all for nothing because I was in out traffic for two and a half hours. But that was that's off topic. <laughs> that's just part of living in a city. It is is what it is. Living in a city and working far from where you live. So it's just one of those things that comes with the territory. Um, but I need to get my AC fixed one day. Either get my AC fixed or buy me another used car. And I wanted to buy another used car, but used cars are going for like new car prices. And that's unacceptable <laughs> in my mind. I'm not going to buy a new car. But I'm not going to pay too much for a used car either. So that leaves me stuck in a car that I currently have. But it's all good because it gets me from point A to point B, no problem. Just hot. But for all the people who ask us, how we do it? How do we handle three? It's a day by day ordeal um if you were to come in our house right now you'll see about three laundry baskets full of unfolded clothes yep an ottoman full of folded clothes yep um pillows everywhere i just put the dishes up in the dishwasher before we started this um, podcast um my office is a wreck that's your fault that's all you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, that's from all the mail that we get. And I'm like, I gotta, I don't want it out here. So I put it in my office. It just accumulated and mm. I'm backed up. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. And honestly, Hey, upstairs is spotless, though. <laughs> oh my gosh, it is. I wish that was downstairs. Oh, the girls keep their area super clean. They'll mess up the downstairs in a heartbeat, but they'll keep their spot clean. But you can have plans. Like, this weekend, I did plan. I'm going to fold clothes um, when Tyler does laundry. I'm going to straighten up my office and shred the mail. But it don't work like that. Stuff happens. It was graduation season. So. Well, that too, but even then at the house, it's like, I might not just get to it. Naomi might be cleaning that day. She want to eat from me every hour at some point. You know? You just got to roll with the punches. Like yeah, said, the flexibility of it It'll get done at some point, but, you know, I'm a kind of OCD a little bit, so seeing this, it stresses me out, and I'm just like, I'm behind on life. But I can't get to it because I got I still work. I have Naomi at the house, and I mean I gotta eat. It's just the basic stuff I gotta at least do, and so you just you just roll with the punches, man. And don't and it's not all on her. I be doing stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have time to be doing all that stuff. You actually travel for work. Yeah. 
That takes a whole hour and some change out of my day. <laughs> like going to and from work, like those days where I don't have to go to work, like they don't realize like I get so much of my life back. But they need me there. Or at least they act like they need me there. They don't need me there, but they act like they do. <laughs> Which pays the bills because they think they need me there. So, hey, it is what it is. But um, what else? And another question people have, are we done? Are we shooting for that boy? I'm not shooting We're for not a boy. We're not done. We're not shooting for a boy. But we did agree a while back that we were having four kids total. Am I waiting a whole a long time? No. I am shooting for the 18-month, two-year gap between Naomi and this baby. Yeah. And that is a conversation for another podcast, y'all. I ain't going to even stunt. There is a very intentional reason why I'll... I've always wanted a big family, but there's also like a more strategic reason behind wanting to have a bigger family too. Yeah. Yeah. And so. And Keisha was just on board with that vision, which is awesome. What was that? And it was. Uh, yeah. It I think was, you just love the you. motherhood aspect. Of, I love babies. Yeah, you love the motherhood aspect. And they of. don't stay babies long at all. Like, you do so well with children. I just like Naomi, stop! Don't roll. Her yeah. lifting up on her doing planks in the bassinet. Oh man! Up, I like, put hey. her in the bassinet like right before I set up the podcast, whatever. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, let me set this thing up. I came back in, I sat down, I was testing the levels and things. I should have did a better job testing the levels, but you know it is. That's neither here nor there. And I look over at the bassinet and I just see her full head up over the <laughs> rail. I'm just sitting there like, yo, cobra style. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, dang, this girl is really strong. Yes. There's no, there's no, there's no surprise that she's able to roll and over. And she knows that she's early. She knows it. Because, like, every time I look at her and she does that, I'm just like, stop. And she just starts smiling. <laughs> I'm like, this ain't funny. Lay down. Yeah. You know. But time just keep on moving, man. Our kids keep getting older. And that's the thing. My... Well, I'll say that for my, my no, I'll go ahead and say my word of encouragement for anybody who has three children or whatever, right? I said or what I keep saying or whatever. It's not or whatever. For anybody <laughs> who has three children is you have to parent each and every single one of them. It's not each one of them gets a third of my effort. This is kind of what I was trying to say earlier. Okay. It's not that each one gets a third of your effort. Each one needs to get a hundred percent of your effort. And that's the problem. It's like you can only give so much of you to your kids, but they, each one feels like they deserve 100%. And if they don't get 100%, they will feel slighted later in life. It just is what it is. No matter how good of a parent you try to be. My parents were awesome, but kids will always find a way or a reason or some type of slight against their parents. It's what kids do, right? Now, our job is to just do the best that we can with the knowledge that we have. And here's the nice part. The knowledge that you have grows every single day. Every day you become a better parent. But here's the thing. Every day your child becomes exponentially smarter and exponentially <laughs> stronger. And they need even more of you. So it's like, is it a fair job? Is it an easy job? Absolutely not. Absolutely not by no means. But like, it's the most necessary part of me. Like, I embrace being a father wholeheartedly I, I love being a husband more like don't get it twisted <laughs> being a husband is way more important to me because eventually 
if all things go well, they'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, if all things go well in my marriage, she'll stay. And like life will be like different. In a cold, different trajectory. Conversation for another day. But, like, your goal as a parent is to give them the tools necessary to handle the life that's in front of them. And it's not going to be an easy life. Like, as much as we want our kids to have lives of, like, rainbows and unicorns, mermaids and, you know, adventure and things of that nature. The reality is there are trolls, there are enemies, there are Ursulas. <laughs> like... The world has is full of villains, and there are not that many people who are intending victory for your child's life. And so you got to prepare them for that, right? You got to give them the tools necessary to battle that. And it's not an easy job, but it's a hundred percent a necessary job. Um, that 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 is actually my word of encouragement. I ain't even write that down. I'm just off off the top from your boy Tyler. And if you made it this far into the podcast, I'm gonna give Keisha a second to think about hers. If you made it this far into the podcast, please rate the podcast five stars. And here's the thing, y'all. A lot of these podcasts or uh, apps or whatever that we're on, uh, we're on a lot of them. Don't get it twisted. But you can subscribe as well. So go ahead and subscribe. That way you'll be notified next Wednesday when the new episode comes out. I believe next episode is about sustaining our marriage. We were like, we're going to do one on our marriage, then we're going to do one on our kids, then we're going to do one on our marriage. And then, like, it didn't work out. We was, this is supposed to be the marriage one, but it's kind of late at night, and I was like, I could talk about my marriage all day. I love my kids to death, but I love my marriage more. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, if you made it this far, please rate us five stars. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. In fact, share it with a friend. I'm going to create a clip this time. I know a lot of people have been asking for clips. I haven't been giving clips, but it is what it is, right? Uh, <laughs> that's one of the things we said we was going to do better. It was like, we're going to market better, and we just haven't been doing it. So I'm going to stop dropping the ball. I'm going to get this content out to y'all. Now, Keisha, what are your words of encouragement for the people? I would say um, we talk about adjusting the three kids. Adjusting the one, two, three, however many is a big adjustment. Um, it's no longer about you. It's no longer about you and your spouse. It's really about your family. And honestly, when I was growing up, I never would have thought I would have had more than two kids. I always said that I wanted two because I was the only child and I begged my mom for a playmate like for the longest until I got to a teenager and I was like, you better not. Mm. It's too late. <laughs> it's just me now, you know? Mm. Uh, so I knew for sure I wanted to have to. But the fact that we're going past that, and it's hard to fully wrap my head around it, but I'm excited. I'm excited for our future. I don't think we will ever have a dull moment for the rest of our lives. I don't think so either. Because it's just... These girls are a hoot. They're just some of the stuff they say or do or just uh, just them being them is just just grow up. Mm -hmm. It's just awesome to watch. And I mean, even if you don't have kids, if you have nieces and nephews or godchildren, I mean, that's also fulfilling, too. I mean, just you want the best for kids, you mm -hmm. know, and. If you can just put a smile on our face at least once a day, I think you're doing a good job, you mm -hmm. know? So, 
yeah, it's an adjustment. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's a lesson every day. And, yeah. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. And I was also going to say, you said there's never a dull moment. <laughs> I, was a, I wasn't going to do this. I was going to let Keisha just ride it out. But I'm also going to do it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I was about to say some more stuff. I was about to be like, you know, I don't know. You know how some people overshare and overdo it and all this other I stuff. I thought you was going to say a moment. What a moment? Um, I I have moments, y'all. Even one just happened yesterday. What today, too. When I was at camp and Melanie just decided to moon somebody, I was just like. Oh, moon? <laughs> what? You got a potty? She was no. like, No. No. I was like, don't you ever pull down your pants, right. girl? <laughs> like, what? What are you thinking? That's probably something she saw at school. But oh, um, what I was gonna say is, you said there was never a dull moment. It made me think that like one of these days, our daughters are gonna bring people like into our homes and be like, uh, no, no. introduce us I'm to not, like, no. it's like, dad, this is Eric or whatever, right? And I was just like, in my mind, uh, I would save it for another podcast, but I will, I will regurgitate this because I will. It's a philosophy that I kind of hold. I have to be the best version of me. Is humanly possible, especially in front of my children, right? I have to be like this knight in shining armor. Like, I kind of get why parents don't want their kids to see them be flawed or whatever. And it's because one day she's going to bring home a guy. And like the guy that she selects <laughs> is going to be a reflection of like some reflection of way, some way, shape or form of me. And I have to be prepared to deal with the good, the bad, the ugly and everything that comes with whoever this person is or whatever. And I was just like, in that in that moment, like when you said that, like there'll never be a dull moment. I was like, that day is coming. And I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> because <laughs> because like I I could just imagine like there are there are people, especially like my generation and stuff like that. I remember meeting like people's fathers and stuff. And they thought I wasn't good enough. And I was awesome. <laughs> like I was strong, smart, ripped, all this other stuff. And they looked at me like I was like, like not good enough or whatever. And so I can only imagine <laughs> how, you gonna be? how I'm going to be towards the person my children bring home. Guys, hmm. like now I kind of get it. It's like, yo, man, like, no you, I'm that enough. guy. Like, don't get it to it. I'm that guy. You need to bring home that guy's will. But that guy can't be too much of that guy because you my daughter. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so now I, I get it, but I'm not happy about it, you know? <laughs> All that being said, <laughs> Kiki, what you got to say? You got something to say to that? No. You over here shaking your head? Mm-mm. You looking into the future? Nope. You, you right going Miss Cleo on us? All my babies are babies. Nope. The cards don't lie? <laughs> <laughs> With all that being said, y'all, Kiki, how's the fam? I got a good one. What you got? Adjusting. Adjusting? <laughs> Low key, I like that. <laughs> Family's adjusting over here. I butchered the word, though. Mm. <laughs> the family's adjusting over here. Ah, that sounds weird now. Oh, I'm just going to roll with it. The family's adjusting over here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I did it even worse. We adjusting, y'all. Be blessed. Bye.